can't come to the phone right now. I'm listening to Party Talk Podcast. Welcome to the Party Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Cooper Kymig, here with Chris Kymig. Today we're going to be talking about NFL Week 9 for fantasy. How you doing today, Chris? Uh, a little chilly. 55 degrees in the house. Denver <laughs> is coming tomorrow, hopefully. How um how are you liking your team so far? It's been a pretty good year for you since we're about halfway through the season. Uh, it's kind of like everybody's leagues, I think. It's hit and miss. A lot of injuries out there. Um, I'm still in the running in all of them, I think. That's the main thing. There's still a long season left. Yeah, I think um, this is probably one of my better years of fantasy. I've never been eight and zero. I looked at the. Um, you just jinxed it. I looked at my upcoming schedule, and I already clinched the playoffs in our league, which is oh. insane to think about. But <laughs> trying to make some trades, but yeah, I'm doing pretty good this year. You must be listening to that podcast. <laughs> yeah. All right, so let's just review our predictions that we had last week. Um, our waiver wire that we did, some of the guys that we were saying you guys need to pick up, was amazing. All of them had great weeks. Um, Chris, you want to start off with the, the two you suggested? Yeah, I had uh, Kareem Hunt. He went uh, 14 carries for 55 yards and one touchdown. He had uh, one reception for 12 yards for 12.7 fantasy points. Uh, Ford did play a little bit, so we'll see how the touches break out next week. Um, also, the big one for me was Trey McBride. I got a little pissed because you uh, mentioned Kincaid last week. I was hoping he would slip by and nobody would know about him, and I was going to grab him first. But uh, I went with McBride because everybody listened to you and picked up Kincaid. Uh, so I went with Trey McBride. 10 catches, that's huge, for 95 yards, a touchdown, 25.5 fantasy points. Wow. I only was able to get him in one league, but I think I got him again this week again. I picked him up last week before the week started, and I think I got him in another league uh, for this week. Yeah, Trey McBride was, um, was a big one, and he's he's probably still out there in a few leagues. Um, I play in an eight-man league which I don't really care about because it's <laughs> I don't like playing under 10 but um he was available in there and he could be a, a top 5 tight end rest of the season with Darren Waller possibly out for extended period of time. But he lost his uh, quarterback. Dobbs is no longer a quarterback. He went he, to the Vikings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty excited about that. Um one thing about Trey McBride is, you know, Kyler's creeping around the corner. He's not announced to start this week yet, but he could. Um, he hasn't thrown to his tight ends all that much, but, you know, a couple of years, last year and I think the year before, Zach Ertz was, you know, a must-roster tight end, so hopefully Trey McBride can carry that over. You touched on it. Um, my pickup was Dalton Kincaid. He had 17.5 PPR points. He had seven targets for five catches, 65 yards, and a touchdown. That was a good call for there. And then the other one. I think he's going to be better than uh, McBride. Yeah, I think so too. As long as Dawson Knox is out, he should be ahead of him. And then the other one was Josh Downs. Man, what a year he's having. 
He had 14.2 PPR points, seven catches on nine targets with 72 yards. Gardner Minshew's looking pretty good. I always believed in him. I got a Gardner Minshew jersey in my closet. Maybe I'll wear it next episode. (laughs) You're the only one in America with one. (laughs) (laughs) Minshew mania, baby. And then um, you had – who was your start of the week last week, Chris? Austin Eckler. Uh, Didn't do much on the ground, but he had over 100 yards receiving. So uh, he went off against the Bears. I figured that's an automatic. So he was my – Start of the week. Yeah, he's finally start to target him um, with some passes, which is, you know, that's what he does yeah, best he is catching. Yeah, that's what he does best is catching um, catching passes. So, all right, let's take a quick look at this week's matchups. So tomorrow on Thursday, we got the Titans versus Pittsburgh. You know, I wasn't excited for this game coming into last week, but uh, – Will Levis, baby. Let's rock. Should be a good game tomorrow. And then Sunday, there is an 8.30 a.m. game. It's going to be a good one. And I think it's in Germany this week. It's Miami versus the Chiefs. What a game there. And then uh, for Sunday in the afternoon, you got Minnesota versus the Falcons. Seahawks versus the Ravens. Tampa Bay versus the Texans, the Washington Commanders versus the Patriots, the Bears versus the Saints, Colts versus the uh, Panthers, Giants versus the Raiders, Dallas versus Philly. That'd be a good one. And then we got Buffalo versus the Bengals. And then Monday night, we got the Chargers versus the Jets. Alrighty, so let's take a look at this week's predictions. Um, now, before we're going to start with the pit of the week, for those tuning in who haven't seen uh, the earlier episodes, you know, these are players that we just can't seem to trust right now. Um, so we call it the pit of the week. Basically, they're falling into a pit, and they, they can't come out until they get a rope. And by that, you know, consecutive good weeks of fantasy. So who's In other your words are Kyle Pitts, right? <laughs> yep. That's who we named this after. So who's your pit of the week, Chris? Uh, the first one I got is Tony Pollard of the Cowboys. Um, 53 yards rushing, one catch for two yards, really, for a first-round draft pick. Um, he hasn't scored a TD since week one. I mean, that's that's just stupid. Um, I picked him up in one of my uh, leagues. I had, like, the last round, last pick of the draft, and – he did real good last year as a backup to Zeke, so I figured he'd do uh, just dynamite this year. But I mean, he's still a great running back, but just he hasn't broken out. He's still stuck in that pit, and uh, right now he's currently 14th among running backs. So he's, that's nowhere near first round worthy. Yeah, I mean, you know, he was very explosive last year, and everybody was calling for you know them to get rid of Zeke, and he looks about as slow as Zeke right now. <laughs> Um, who is your other pit of the week? Uh, I hate to say, but Alexander Madison, uh, 16 carries for woohoo, 31 yards, really <laughs> zero TDs on the year. Well, that's the whole team. The Vikings just can't rush. Um, we did score one last week, right? I yeah. Cam Akers. Touchdown. Akers did. Yep. Um, he's currently 
RB22, and he hasn't even had his bye yet. So he's probably RB30 or something. Um, going anywhere for what – I think you drafted him in a league or two. I'm sorry to <laughs> hear about that. Too many leagues. Three uh, leagues. <laughs> um, I think it's time for Acres, man. I, the, the show's over. Go to Acres. we got to do something. Yeah. Um, I play in four or five leagues. I drafted – Alexander Madison in three of them. He's my favorite target. And uh, the other favorite target was Cam Akers, and they're on the same team. And hopefully I'm just hoping one of them, you know, takes control and starts going off. Um, You know, I think they might st- – they're going to start running the ball more, especially with Jaron Hall this week, I think. They have I don't, a choice. I don't expect him to pass that much. And Jaron Hall's a, a rushing threat. Same with – you know, Josh Dobbs, if he does end up being the starter. So that should open up the running game a little bit more, hopefully. So my pit of the week is going to be Aaron Jones and half PPR leagues. He's only had more than 7.5 points once this year. He's playing less than 40% of the snaps in most of these games. Um, you know, last week he recently talked about him not being fully healthy and that, his coach also said he wasn't fully healthy. They're trying to get him there, but I just can't trust Aaron Jones until he starts to put together a couple uh, consecutive good weeks. So he's my pit of the week. All right, let's take a look at the waivers for this week. Some players you might want to go ahead and pick up. Who's on the top of your list, Chris? Uh, Cam Akers. See above. <laughs> Madison, <laughs> I think he's done with. You know, maybe he can spell acres a little bit. They're both going to get playing time in Minnesota. Uh, like you said, they're going to have to start running the ball. But I can see it switching going 60-40 now for an acres leading the team. Yep. Who's your uh, another waiver is, pick? Uh, Jahan Dak. Is that his name? Jahan? Jahan Dotson. Yep. Yep. The Washington. Uh, he was uh, 8 for 108 last week and a TD. 24.8 fantasy points. Um, I got one more if I can. Rashad Shithead of the, the Saints. Chris, um, it's Shahid, not Shithead. <laughs> Shahid? That's his <laughs> yeah. last name? Oh, I thought it was Shithead, man. <laughs> I go, go Shithead, go! No, like, so, um, but I think he's a definite pickup. Um, three for 153. Wow, that's phenomenal. One TD. Um, he's got three TDs on the air, and he's his fourth. Double digit points for the for the shithead, I guess. <laughs> yep, that's a good call. Um, I got two players you might want to pick up. One's gonna be a tight end, David Njoku. Over the last two weeks, he's got nine targets and eight targets with ten total catches and a touchdown. That equals out to ten point four PPR points the week before, and then seventeen point seven PPR points last week. He's been one of PJ Walker's top targets. And he is a great rest of the season schedule. If you need to tight end. What are we doing? Watson comes back, though. Hope that he doesn't. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. Uh, Neither one of them look very good, but yeah. And then um, the other one's Kyler Murray. He's still only 32% rostered, and he does have a chance to start this week. Um, But... They they want to ease him into it. They said he's most likely going to start next week, but like I said, it's not official yet. In games that he was healthy last year, he averaged 19.95 
PPR points in four-point uh, per passing touchdown leagues. That is more than Tua, Patrick Mahomes, and Lamar this year. And he's just sitting on waivers, 32% rostered. If you need a QB like me who just lost Kirk Cousins, I'd go ahead and grab him. All right, who's your start of the week, Chris? Uh, one of the best players in football right now, Tyreek Hill, the Dolphins. Now, if the Chiefs gave up touchdowns to Jerry, stinking Judy, and Sutton, there's no way they're going to stop Hill. There is no way. He's going to run wild. I can see 150-plus and a touchdown. Um, I know everyone's going to start him anyway, but he's going to be the king of the hill, I think. I could see 203 touchdowns <laughs> in a Germany game. I mean, you don't think of the Chiefs as having a bad defense, but giving up, I mean, that was just a terrible game against the Broncos. I mean, uh, it's bad. Yep. And my start of the week is going to be running back Saquon Barkley. He's got a great, great matchup against the, uh, the tired Raiders defense who just fired two of their coaches. And I think someone in the front office as well. The Raiders' defense gives up the fourth most fantasy points to running backs with the most rushing attempts against running backs. Saquon had 40 total touches last week with 36 rushing attempts. The Giants' offense runs through Saquon, and Saquon will run through the Raiders' defense. All right. And for a sleeper of the week, I got Kareem Hunt. He's got a great matchup against Arizona who gives up the third most fantasy points to running backs per game. This is a game where I think the Browns will ground and pound, and I look for Kareem Hunt to have a big week, and I can't believe he's only rostered in 66% of ESPN leagues. All right. Let's get into our bet of the week. Let's start a new streak here, Chris. What's your bet of the week? Yep, I'm going with, uh, talked about him a little bit earlier, Tyreek Hill with a touchdown. He's at minus 125. I just I went with that game right there because that's going to be the everyone everyone wants to watch that game. So I got Jalen Waddle plus one hundred and fifty for a touchdown. Um, Raheem Mostert for a touchdown at negative one hundred and twenty, and I'm going to go with uh, on the back side of it Travis Kelsey uh, minus one hundred and thirty. Or if you go that four leg parley, I don't know if it's going to pay off, but uh, ten dollars is going to win you one hundred and twenty. So you big spenders out there. I think I might do it. I might do it. Ten bucks. It's worth it. Yeah, I think those guys. I mean, it's uh, plus fifty on the point spread. It's gonna be the highest scoring uh, game of the week. The Dolphins don't really have a lot of small guys out there. They have their big guns. You know, Hill and Waddle and Mostert jump on the bandwagon there. You know, Kelsey's gonna come back with a touchdown. So, um, and also I checked. There's no passing. Yards or touchdown lines for Tua yet. Because I think they're thinking this is going to be a high-scoring game also. So it's kind of weird. They have all – they have uh, uh, Mahomes' passing stats out there, but they didn't have Tua yet. So I think it's kind of volatile right now. Yeah. All right. My bet of the week is going to be a same-game parlay for Thursday night with the, the Titans versus Steelers. It's going to get you plus money at one plus 130. I got DeAndre Hopkins, 25-plus receiving yards. Deontay Johnson, four-plus receptions. Derrick Henry, 40-plus rushing yards. And Najee Harris, 
25 plus rushing yards. Remember last year, Derrick Henry's uh, yardage was over 100 almost every game. His bet lines were almost over 100. Yeah. Crazy what a year can do. All right. That'll do it for the Party Talk Podcast. Catch you guys next time. See you guys. Later.